Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we have a little fun and talk about what we've been watching lately on Disney+. Plus. Get that playlist ready for your trip down to the parks. Find old episodes of this podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you find podcasts. And we really appreciate positive reviews. You can support the podcast by subscribing at Patreon.com slash DisneyDeciphered for bonus content, or you can support us at no cost to you by using me as your travel agent. We can help you book your trip and navigate all the confusing details, and it doesn't cost you anything. Get started by emailing josephchung at travelmation.net. Email the podcast, DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, find us on Twitter at www.deciphered, or find our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As the Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So it is the summer, and Leslie and I are taking it a little bit easy. We have been relaxing and watching a lot of television, so we thought we would take a little deviation from our normal planning episodes to talk about what's on Disney+, Plus. what have we been watching recently. If that frustrates you and you're like, wow, Leslie and Joe are really slacking, they're not helping me to plan my Disney vacation, think of it as our suggestions for what you can watch on your way down to Disney World, especially if you're driving. You know, you need to load up that iPad with a lot of things to watch, both for the kids and for yourself, and so that's what this episode's going to be. So, our Disney Plus related episode, we are each going to recommend five different things to watch. Now, Leslie has been on a more nostalgic kick, so you're going to be talking about older things. Is that what uh, we're going to be doing today? Yes, older stuff for me. And then for me, it's going to be some of the newer stuff. I mean, not super new necessarily. Well, actually, most of it is pretty new. But uh, yeah, let's get right to it, Leslie. Why don't you start us off with the first thing that you'd recommend to watch and, you know, why do you love it? All right. So let me just set the scene a little bit. My family, I've got two kids with a four and a half year age gap between them. My oldest is 12. My youngest is seven, uh, girl and boy. So we have two different genders and two very different ages to please. So we've been really struggling to find things that both kids are interested in. So that's where sort of a lot of these suggestions have come from, you know, our attempt to find maybe some live action things that my older child will like because she doesn't want to watch cartoons all the time, but yet will still hold the attention of my seven-year-old son. So one that was like complete home run out of the park the last couple of months that we watched was The Kid with Bruce Willis. It was made sometime in the, I think, late 90s. And... It's Bruce Willis meets a child version of himself, and it's just absolutely hilarious. The kid in that show is just the cutest thing ever. It really resonated with both of my children. Um, My husband and I enjoyed it. I never saw it when it came out. I think I may have just been just a little bit too old to have seen the movie when it was out, you know, originally. So that was a major Disney Plus hit for our entire family for a movie night. Yeah, it's a real uh, it's a real tearjerker towards the end there as well. It is one of those movies, I don't want to spoil too much, but it is one of those movies where I love this movie as well, by the way, and I did see it as a kid. It is one of those movies that the, I guess, science, quote unquote, makes zero sense. Like nothing makes sense, but it still uh, hits you in all the feels regardless, uh, if my recollection is correct. So great recommendation there. All right, Joe, so what do you have for us for your first pick? 
Well, Leslie saw my list and she saw that I wrote this on here and she was like, wait, I thought I was doing the nostalgic stuff. So first, let's give a shout out to the original Rocketeer, one of the best movies ever made. I really love that movie. Who cannot get behind American mobsters and American good guys banding together to fight the Nazis at the very end there? The Rocketeer is amazing. But I'm not recommending The Rocketeer, the movie. I mean, you should watch that as well. However, my list, what I've done is I've kind of gone from my youngest kid all the way up to myself. Just I'm going to, as we go through the episode, recommend, you know, stuff for older and older people. And so I'm going to start with Disney Junior has a new show based on The Rocketeer. It is a female Rocketeer. She's, I don't know. She's like, I did not watch one of the original episodes, so I don't understand the premise, but she is like a secret superhero rocketeer. Somehow she can make the backpack appear out of nowhere. Anyway, my three-year-old loves it. I've watched a couple episodes with her. It's pretty fun. I watched this push cart racing episode that they had a lot of fun with. So it's a very cute Disney Junior show. You know, all these Disney Junior shows are very well made and are a great hit with the kids. So if you need something for your younger kids to watch on the way down to Disney World, you know, The Rocketeer is my pick, even though all those Disney Junior shows, you can just throw a dart and pick any of them. Great recommendation. I haven't seen the new Rocketeer yet, but it definitely was was on my radar screen. So uh, nice sort of a continuation of that old movie, but with a totally different angle and, and character. You said you want to give the old movie some love. So what are your thoughts on the original Rocketeer? The original Rocketeer was fantastic. Again, sort of a 90s movie that had enough action for my son, but had, you know, plenty of like powerful storytelling for my daughter. The the one complaint I guess I would have about it was it was really long. So if you've got younger ones, I think that's a hard one to do in one sitting. Maybe it's one to do, you know, split up because it is a very long movie, if I recall. Timothy Dalton, I think, too. So excellent, excellent. All right. What's your uh, next recommendation, Leslie? All right. This isn't reaching back too, too far, but, you know, it's it's hitting the level of, of being a classic now. And it's three recommendations in one. It's the Chronicles of Narnia movies that were made by Walden Media in the early 2000s. You know, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then Prince Caspian and Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And I've always been sad as a big fan of the... C.S. Lewis books that those were never finished out. And of course, these are not original Disney movies. They were you know, made by Walden and Disney now has rights to them as a result of the acquisition of Fox. So that's, you know, to our benefit that they are now in the collection and are on Disney+. Plus. We've watched all three of them earlier this spring when we were still kind of on the tail end of being fairly locked down as a family and both of my kids love them. I mean, they are obviously super powerful stories and the original Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe really touched and upset my son. I mean, as it should be, he has all the big feels. So just be aware of that if you have a kid who's very sensitive, but he got it. It was a great story for him to, to see at this point in his life. And both my kids, again, with that age gap, it worked for both of them on, on different levels. Turkish delight. Yum. (laughs) I do think that uh, the Walden Media ones are good, but still bring the cartoons to Disney Plus, you cowards. Those were iconic for me growing up. I just I never saw them. I, ne- I you never, never saw, saw the Lion Witch Wardrobe no. cartoon. Oh no. my gosh, that's 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 why. I mean, I read the books as a kid, or at least a few of them. Definitely Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, but that is why Turkish Delight is seared into my head. And Mister Thomas, you you got to watch the cartoon version. It's it's very good uh, '80s cartoon type stuff. But we're not here to talk about that. Let's move on. So a show that my older kids like 
is from the National Geographic portion of the Disney Plus library. And that is weird but true. It is exactly what the name makes it sound like it is. It's just a show talking to kids about science and facts and just things that are weird but true. And my kids, they cannot get enough of this TV show. They really love it. Uh, It's very well done. You know, again, we've sat down to watch a couple episodes with them and you just kind of learn all these weird facts. And they've been watching this show enough that like random facts just come up at the dinner table in the back of the car the kids are t- talking about the difference between meteorites and meteoroid meteors meteor meteoroids I, I can't say that word correctly um so but they can so you know if you want your kids on the way down to disney world you know maybe to have something a little bit more educational you know not just watch cartoons all the time weird but true is a great recommendation i do think your son might uh, really like that show I, I know he is uh of the uh, nerdish persuasion like my children as well I mean, your daughter too, but he's younger. That's right. No, this sounds like right up his alley. And this sounds like right up my alley. I mean, this sounds like an Epcot show. (laughs) Like it's a show that could be somewhere in Epcot, right? I mean, this is the geeky shows. It's almost like a, I mean, it's not the same premise, but it's just like, what if you made a Mythbusters type show for kids? It's like that kind of thing. It's a lot. All right. I'm adding it to my watch list right now. Your next is uh, with one of the greatest actors of our generation. So please tell us your next recommendation, Leslie. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So painful. Um, My next recommendation are the National Treasure movies with none other than Nicolas Cage himself, who... I want to say that I did not say that completely ironically, okay? (laughs) Nicolas Cage is great at what he does, so... He's having a renaissance right now. He he is. I I grew up loving the guy. I watched Con Air, Face Off, The Rock, all those movies. all you know, of them. the National Treasure movies. So I'm no hate for Nick Cage here. Only love. But no continue. hate. Why is National Treasure worth watching? Great action movie with some geeky learning experiences. Obviously not all historically accurate. But, you know, for your kids who are start, starting to learn their American history, there's some of that weaved in there. So I felt like I wasn't entirely like rotting my children's brain watching it. And it's just it's a great action movie. And it's, you know, not too risque for even younger kids, which was fantastic. I mean, sometimes when, once you get the action, you get too much romance on a lot of these movies, which make them I'm not very kid friendly and in this one these we watched i guess the first two and were there more made without nick cage afterwards i don't know but if there were no we didn't that's see the only them. ones right okay now. okay I, i've heard rumors that they might make a th- third to close okay. out the trilogy or whatever but i don't know maybe that's wishful thinking because national treasure does have a large cult following yeah, for sure. And so we we had a blast with those movies and both my kids really enjoyed them. And we kind of went down a pathway of trying to find other movies that were, were like that as a result. But um, none have fit the bill quite as well as National Treasure. Yeah, just for you parents out there, just because Indiana Jones of the Temple of Doom is rated PG, it does not mean it's a PG movie. They were not as good at making ratings back then. Do not show your kids that movie uh, unless you want them to have nightmares like I did. Yeah, absolutely. PG meant something totally different in the 80s than it does today. The parental guidance was very different than it is uh, now. All right. Next on my list is another kind of reboot of a beloved franchise, and that is The Mighty Ducks. I understand, Leslie, why you thought my list was all the nostalgia stuff, because it is the new version of the nostalgia stuff. So Mighty Ducks is a television show. It is geared more towards, 
I would say teens, I enjoyed it as an adult, but you know, there's a lot of kind of teen themes like friendship and like first romances, but it's a great show. It has the same kind of feel good energy of the original. Emilio Estevez is back. He is grumpy again. You know, how many times has this guy become grumpy in the Mighty Ducks franchise? But uh, it's a 10 episode series and it was a lot of fun. You know, I found myself watching it every Friday as it came out. So it's very enjoyable, you know, something that definitely tweens and teenagers would enjoy, but uh, a lot of stuff that will appeal to adults as well, especially adults with nostalgia for the original movies. Although uh, we will not necessarily reference Mighty Ducks 3 on this particular podcast. Yeah, once it goes to number three, then it jumps the shark. That's why I was wondering about National Treasure. Because <laughs> I was like, if there was a third, it was terrible, I'm sure. So, <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That's my recommendation. Now, let's go way back to Technicolor. I don't know if it's technically Technicolor, but we're going back pretty far. What's your next recommendation, Leslie? All right. Going back to 1960 and that version of the Swiss Family Robinson movie. There's also another one from, I think, 1940 that I haven't watched yet So on Disney+. Plus. So, But the 1960 version was perfect for my kids. Again, a lot of adventure and things to explore. It was especially a hit with my seven-year-old son. That was, like, probably one of his favorites. He was really getting into it, like, getting up and, like... At moments of action and and <laughs> physically getting into the the show, but it, it is in color and that I think helped keep his interest. I think if we had done the earlier one in black and white, it would have lost his interest. But just a great movie, and it ties, of course, into the Swiss Family Treehouse for the park that still has it. Rest in peace, Disneyland's version with Tarzan. Definitely a must see to bring that attraction to life for your kids before Disney vacation too. Yeah. Underrated attraction, especially if you have kids who need to get their energy out at Disney world, you know, have them climb a treehouse, They will be tired after and you can uh, take them back to the hotel for a nap. My next recommendation is the bad batch, which is an offshoot of the star Wars clone war series, which is a cartoon that covered the time between, well, basically covered the time, the clone wars between, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. I guess you have to be a big Star Wars fan to do it, but Clone Wars Season 7 and The Bad Batch have been some of the best Star Wars stories to come out uh, for a long time. It's a little bit cornier than something like The Mandalorian, which is also, of course, very well done. But it's a great show. There's a lot of callbacks for Star Wars nerds. Kind of cartoon universe in Star Wars, even though it's canon and related to the movies there's a lot of characters in there that people really love even though they were only in the cartoons anyway i'm really enjoying the series it's about 12 episodes in so far don't want to talk too much about it but if you're a star wars fan like my friends sons you know they watch it every week together Um, his sons are five and eight or something like that so yeah it is also something you can watch with the younger kids but i do think that overall I think the show has been more made for middle-aged nerds like myself who uh, can't get enough Star Wars. So Bad Batch is my second to last recommendation. Good to know about that one was not even on my radar lately. It's okay. You don't have to watch it. It's fine. Uh, You know, I'm enough of a nerd sometimes. I can probably get into it. So, (laughs) yeah. So, all right. Your final recommendation did not even remember that it was on Disney Plus, but a true classic. Please enlighten us. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Okay. All right, hold She's on. She's, of course, go- no, I'm leaving that in. It's, no, it's I'm gonna, still- I have a better one. I have a better one. As you wish. 
<laughs> yeah, I should have. Uh, yeah. No, no, this is my fault. I should have been like, Leslie, tell us what it is. And then you could have said, as you wish. Okay. As you wish. All right. Okay. It's Princess everyone's, Bride. Everyone, everyone's turned off the podcast already. Just tell I us know. about the Princess Bride, please. Yes. Princess Bride. It was another movie that Disney has as a result of the Fox acquisition. It was released on Disney Plus during, I'd forgotten this, during the early days of the pandemic. I guess sometime last, maybe late last spring or, or summertime. So it hasn't been on Disney Plus that long. And if you don't watch this movie with your kids like a dozen times, you're a bad parent. I mean, it's such a good movie. I don't think there's any movie, maybe other than It's a Wonderful life that I have seen more times in Princess Bride. So excellent story, great lessons. There's something for everybody. A little bit of romance, there's adventure, there's drama. So it's just a fantastic story and great for parents too. Yeah, fun fact, Princess Bride is why whenever Leslie and I are out together, I switch our glasses before we start drinking. Before any meal. Oh. <laughs> How many references can we work into this podcast, Joe? <laughs> yes. Okay. We better we better move on. When you start for, your uh, Billy Crystal impersonation, then we know it's over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me finish this off. All right. So I want to recommend at least one of the Marvel shows. Black Widow is excellent as well, by the way, but you'd have to pay an extra $30 to see that. So I think out of the three new Marvel shows that Disney has released, that would be Falcon and the the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. I would say my favorite one out of all of them was Loki, just because all of these Marvel things, if you're not like, if you don't know everything that's going on, it's like hard to appreciate them. And Marvel is kind of in this situation where they're doing so much to set up the future that often they can get lost in the present. And I feel like Loki is the show, while it still had to do some of that, it is the Marvel show that I feel like did the best job of just being present in its own story. Even if you don't understand exactly what's going on, I feel like Loki did the best character work uh, out of those three shows. I enjoyed all three of them, but I can see how if you're not like super into Marvel, you would miss them. But Loki is the one that is easiest to appreciate for people. And of course, it's the only one where they got characters to change costumes in the middle of the summer at Disneyland. So Loki would be my Marvel recommendation. As you know, I haven't gotten to watch it yet. There's a complex Marvel history in my husband's <laughs> childhood past that we, we don't watch a lot of Marvel, but um, I do ind- independently. And, and I think I'm going to be able to get him on board with watching this one sometime soon. So I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but it does seem that this is the best received and best reviewed of the the three that you mentioned. So it's it's definitely first on my list. So stay tuned. I'll let you know what I think. All right, Joe, well, let's close this more frivolous episode out with our traditional Disney do or don't. All right. I know I ostensibly made the tenuous connection to this Disney Plus stuff with you are going down to Disney World and watching this stuff on your way down. However, I'm going to totally just get rid of that for my Disney do or don't. My Disney do is to try out Disney Plus's group watch feature. Uh, as long as you and friends or family all have Disney Plus, you can watch the same thing at the same time and have it kind of be synced up. You know, no longer do you have to do the days where you count down from three, two, one and press play at the same time. And so then if you are watching Disney Plus and you're on a Zoom call or like my friends and I, we are on Slack together. You know, we watch all the Marvel and Star Wars shows together. Uh, it's a lot of fun and it's a great way to connect with people who are into the same Disney Plus stuff that you are, you know, I mean, 
honestly, all the streaming apps have these group watch features, but it's a lot of fun. It's been a great way for me to stay in touch with some of my buddies from college. So yeah, I would suggest check it out. It's, you know, good stuff. Maybe we can uh, have our kids watch Princess Bride together sometime, Leslie. That sounds like a great idea, Joe. I mean, they don't know each other. So what are they going to say to each other on Zoom? But you know, (laughs) theoretically, it's a good idea. Our kids? Well, our daughters do. They remember yeah, yeah, each that's other. True. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's been a while. That's this is how we'll reconnect. That's right. That's right. Before our Disney cruise that may or may not happen next summer, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Download stuff, a lot of stuff for the Disney cruise. Okay. So. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you have any Disney Plus recommendations, please let us know. Uh, you know, we're always willing to try new things. I especially love being told that things are on Disney Plus that I didn't even know were on there. Um, so, yeah, let us know. DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or you can connect with us on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, and I will see you on that Zoom watching The Princess Bride together. Thanks, Jim. 